what's what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com slash sports. Ramp.com slash sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Show your love this Valentine's with exquisite fashion jewelry from Diamonds Direct and save an extra 20%. Now through Valentine's, all fashion favorites at Diamonds Direct are on sale. All earrings, all bracelets, all necklaces, stackable bands, colored gemstone jewelry, and more. Lots of romantic and timeless gifts for under $500. Special financing available too. Don't miss this. An extra 20% savings on all fashion jewelry favorites at Diamonds Direct. Shop in store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Welcome to the Road Rage. We are back. You know, Chuck and Taylor, so I'll get to you in one second. You know, the Kansas game, I, I thought Kansas basically took Houston out in the first five minutes. And, you know, all this talk about great Houston's defenses and how smothering, blah, blah, blah. Well, Kansas had no problems with it. They just moved the basketball and picked them apart. Um, that's what they did. They moved the ball and just picked them to shreds. Um, and did a real nice job doing it and uh, and really just dominated Houston. You know, so I again, I'm I'm still like lukewarm on Houston. I I think that they had a big a big prove it to me chance on uh, on the, over the weekend, and I don't mean uh, prove it to me. I mean prove it to everybody. Uh, you know, everyone wants to make it out like they might be the best team in the country. I've heard that uh, suggested. I, I don't think they're anywhere near the best team in the country. I I, I don't even know whether they're elite eight material. Um, I, I think they can guard. I I don't trust them offensively. Your two leading scorers shoot 40% from the field. That that worries me. That makes me think that you're subject to being knocked out by a nobody. Um, so I, I don't I don't trust them. Now, again, to be fair to them, I don't really trust anybody else. Maybe what we should just be trusting are coaches. You know, but we saw uh, madness in last year's Final Four. Um, and maybe we'll see it again because none of these teams beyond Connecticut, and even Connecticut, nobody's invincible. You know, Connecticut is the the most invincible because they have the most answers. I don't think you could really be most invincible. You're either invincible or you're not. Nobody's invincible. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, I think they're the they're the clear favorite. And then you know, it's everybody else after that. Uh, you know, Purdue is Purdue is a legitimate threat to make the Final Four. But they're, you know, clearly in the the next group. They're in that group of teams. They're no better than any of those teams. I, I certainly would not put them with Connecticut, uh, not in, to my way of thinking. Uh, I just don't. I, I don't know what they've proven to be with Connecticut. Connecticut's been the preeminent basketball program in college basketball last twenty five years, and and Purdue well hasn't been. <laughs> so you know, and and uh, and I just think Connecticut still has far more answers. Um, 
I, it's hard to separate those teams. I, I put North Carolina in that group of teams. I know many don't, but I, I put Carolina in that group with with Purdue and you know and and uh, and somebody. I mean, again, maybe by the end it's going to be Kansas. Um, I still think Arizona is a threat, as I've felt all year, but we'll see. All right, Chuck and Zeke right now. Chuck, how are you, Chuck? Good to have you. I'm doing I'm doing well. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you too, Ramona. Um, my thing is this, Walt. I I watched that game this weekend, and the physicality on their on the guards, and and, and I love Joe Gerard, and I love uh, you know Chase and them, but they're playing against bigger guards, and I think they struggle with that. So for me, and I'm not second guessing Brad, uh, Coach Brunell, because I love his coaching, but to get out of that where I don't have to face up, and they played mostly man, and I asked this today to Brad and them, I mean, I personally, I would try to play more zone because it, to me, and to looking at those guys, and they have a hard time especially Joe Gerard coming off screens and being physical up front because uh, he's playing against a guy that's, that's got a lot more weight than him and being there and done that and, and nothing, you know, and played Division One, but I just want to know your thought on that, Walt. Well, and, you know, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, I still think it's the best team for his, like you, I think that's the best team that Brad's had for his top to bottom. And I, I this team can get hot and they can run it out. And uh, But anyway, I'll, I'll let you go, Walt. Thank you, Chuck. And right. I just wanted you to talk about that one yeah. and twos and being physical. Yep. Thank, All right. Thank, thank you, Chuck. Yeah, again, uh, I, I I just don't think it's there with, with either guard. And I think Joe Girard has some athletic limitations uh, defensively that you knew when you brought him in here, but the good outweighed the bad. Uh, Chase, on the other hand, doesn't have athletic limitations other than he's just not mixing it up. He's just, I, I, don't, I don't know. He's just losing contact with his man completely uh, too often, and he's not rebounding. And uh, he's got to mix it up. He's just, he, he's not doing that. Um, and fundamentally, he's playing soft on the defensive end. It's just the way it is. To, to my uh, to my way of thinking, and and if that's the case, I think you have to make changes there, um, and and juggle things and get some of the guys who want to guard in the game. Some of the guys who are going to give great effort on that on that end. Um, you know, I I just think uh, Clemson needs to, especially when you're going through these offensive struggles. But you know, I'm I'm to the point where I just see too much of a disconnect between offense and defense on this team. And not enough guys to do both well. That's why I think Clark was important. And maybe maybe he becomes more important here down the stretch if he can stay on the court as a guy that can sort of bridge this a little bit. He gives you an ingredient that you don't have without him. Clemson does not have a 6'8-plus guy who can guard multiple positions. Clark's 6'10", or in that range. And he can certainly guard multiple positions. I, I think Clemson's going to need him down the stretch uh, to find in, in helping to find the right 
the right balance. But yeah, look, I've suggested more zone. Um, you know, it 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 hasn't happened. Um, but you know, we'll see. We'll see moving forward. Uh, Zeke, Zeke, how are you, Zeke? Good to have you. Well, what were your thoughts on the performance Saturday night of Harrison Ingram? No, I think he's a really good player. I mean, I, I think he's yeah, me too. He's been he's been one of your best players really all season. Uh, so, yeah, not a surprise. Yeah, I think he brings that toughness to the team. Yeah, brings toughness. He's he brings a stat a sheet stuff. You know, yeah. And, and look at this game tomorrow night. I can look at this game two ways, and I think you're going to get everything I'm going to say. I can look at this way and say Clemson struggles in the Dean Dome. Gerard struggles against North Carolina. P.J. Hawkins' yeah. struggle against Baycott. And Carolina's great at home. I can go that side. Yep. can also say Clemson's coming off a loss. Clemson knows this is a shot at a uh, – this is their one. I mean, this is it. You know? So you got a quad one game, coming off a loss. You really have nothing to lose. Uh, Clemson, I mean, Clemson has nothing to lose. North Carolina's come off that hangover of Duke, possibly. So – there's a lot of factors that go into this game. I'm going to be interested to see how Carolina responds after the Duke game. Uh, face the team they already beat on their home court on a Tuesday night. The well, crowd and how they show up. Yeah. Well, one of the things that would concern me from Clemson perspective is is something you just mentioned. It's that it's that Joe Girard has not shot the ball well against North Carolina in, in his career. I mean, at Syracuse as well. And therefore, you know, right. it's the what I would call the Wayne Ellington factor, which is, you know, yeah. every time Wayne Ellington saw Clemson, he lit Clemson up and he knew that he would because he had every time previously. Well, it works the opposite way, too. These guys know which teams they've yeah, shot the ball well against. Shooters know which teams they've shot the ball well against and which teams they haven't for whatever reason. And it tends to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. So... You know, uh, it would be certainly be out of the norm if Joe Girard uh, shot the lights out uh, at Carolina tomorrow. Um, you know, and, and, well, and, I, and Carolina does a good job of guarding the three-point line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and I don't. And, and that is, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go go ahead. Keep going. Keep keep. The yeah, okay. And the other thing is, for some reason, and I think you'll agree with this. I think Baycott has had some games where he's just disappeared. But here's what's interesting. Against every big man in the conference, yeah. when it was like a big time game against another big man, Filipowski Hall, he's played really well. Oh well, look, there's no question he outplayed uh, PJ in the first game, and uh, you know I think PJ is the better player, but you know th- this is when oh, you, I agree with this, that. This is when you prove it. You know these these are the kind of games that that you prove it, and and yeah, I mean Clemson. Look, if Clemson were to beat North Carolina. In Chapel Hill, they're back solidly in the tournament and all of a sudden feeling great about themselves again. However, you know, lose and you continue the negative momentum, and you're going to still have, you're going to have major work to do after that basketball game, and you're running out of time with which to do it. I, you know, I mean, I don't know what the tournament committee is planning on doing with the ACC if they're if they're actually going to put like two ACC teams in and and leave everybody <laughs> else. It seems utterly laughable. Um, because, I mean, right now, I would think that the ACC should get a minimum of four teams in, and Clemson and Virginia, I agree. Would, be, Clemson and Virginia would be those two other teams. But you can't keep losing. Agree. You know, you can't, if you're Clemson, you can't keep losing. You, you know, I, I don't care how many little brownie points you get from the net rankings or whatever. I don't, I don't care even if you enhance your situation tomorrow in a loss. At some point, you got to start winning games because the games are running out, and winning is going to matter at some point. 
Yeah, no, I agree with everything you just said because four should get in right now. It's a lot of basketball. Listen, Virginia's almost the opposite of Clemson. Yeah. Virginia is winning all their games. Yeah. Virginia and is not getting any, takes right. to the tournament. Yep. Yeah, they're not leaving it up to a committee. Yeah. Virginia's trying to say we're not going to leave it up to a committee. And, and they still got some – look, they still got Carolina and Duke left yeah. at home. So they've got some really good quad one. But for Clemson, I don't know the schedule, but, uh, you know, listen, at Carolina, maybe at Wake Forest, at Georgia Tech, you know, those are three probably their toughest games left. Well, I don't know their exact schedule. But in my opinion, they got to win at least – got to win two. They can't go 0-3. I think they need to win at least two of them. But tomorrow is their best chance, in my opinion, to make a statement to the committee, to hit that net ranking, to get a quad one win. Uh, you know, and, uh, and again, as a Carolina fan, I want to see this team, I think you'll agree, Walter, has been one of the tougher mentally yeah. and physically tougher. North yeah. I think they, they've responded to every situation, but I want to see how they respond because championship teams, one, you and I have said don't lose on their own courts. You're not always a championship uh, team. That's right. You, don't lose yeah. it home. You've got to control your. You've got you to control your home court. The, the the reality is, no one should beat you there. I don't know if you saw the stat I posted for Kansas basketball. Uh-uh. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Going into this weekend, Kansas had been a home underdog two times in thirty years. Which is wow. that goes to show you the wow. type of dominance that they've had there. And oh, by the way, Zeke, they had won both those two games, which is how I knew they were definitely going to beat Houston because Houston was the third time a team had been favored over Kansas in that building in the last 30 years. And Kansas is three and zero straight up when they've been made an underdog at home. So the lesson is every 10 years when uh, somebody idiotically decides to make the Jayhawks an underdog at home, bet the Jayhawks and bet the house uh, because they're not losing those games. It sort of just ticks them off. But but think about that, Zeke. You want to talk about a dominant, a dominant basketball program? 30 years and they've been an underdog three times in the all three games they won. And well, that's a conference over the last 10 years that's been loaded. Yeah. And they've owned that conference. The, the, the I mean, Bill Self team. owned that they conference. Have. You know, Roy Williams once owned it, but but Bill Self owned it like you know no one else ever has. And and yeah. when, you know, when you first hear that, you think that's impossible. But then when you really think about it, who on earth would they? Who on earth would come into Kansas that would be a favorite over that team in the last thirty years? No, nobody. Biggest home court advantage in college basketball. Yeah. Last thing, I'm, you, you and I have agreed with this since day one. Connecticut's on a tier all by themselves. Yep. Can they be beat one and done? They yep. can't, but I'm with you. they got too many cancers. Uh, next level, I'm now going to throw in two names for you, Walt, because uh, I'm like you. There's about five teams I put in a bag of what I call that next level. Yep. Purdue, North Carolina. I'm throwing Tennessee in there. Yep. I'm going to throw Tennessee in there. I don't trust their coach, yeah. but I like they have a go-to score, and I like they can defend. Uh, I'm with you. I'm going to stick with Arizona. Uh, and like you, I'm not sold uh, Houston is an elite eight team, uh, let alone a Final Four team. I, I don't believe in them. I don't buy them one so bit. Uh, but, again, and, and I don't put Purdue ahead of North Carolina, Tennessee, or Kansas, or yeah, Arizona. Yeah, see, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking the team that we're forgetting about, and I know that they've had an uneven year, but they're still a Bill South coach team. Or Arizona. And, and, well, I, I, I think oh, Kansas, Kansas. yes. You know, and I think they, I, agree. I think they they gave a little wake up message to college basketball that you better not be counting us out because all you idiots loved Houston and we just kicked the living crap out of them. No, I think you know you throw Kansas, Arizona, North Carolina, Purdue, a few of those in there, but 
these people that put Purdue, I, I'm going to go to this. Purdue's trying to just, people talk about the 16 seed. Well, the year before, they lost to a St. Peter's yeah. three seed. Yeah. And they lost to them. See, so they've shown me they have yet to Well, the, the, of course, the stage. same thing is true with Rick Barnes in Tennessee. The, exactly. That's what I was going to say. So talk about coaches I trust. Here's what I'll say. I trust Bill Self. By, by the way, Zeke, I know Tennessee is a star player now, but they sort of stand around they and do. watch him. You know, and, and they that's do. what it looked like against South Carolina. So I, I still don't trust them. Well, you know what's funny is, we've always said this, we like guys that have been there. I think Hubert Davis, no matter how you look at it, he at least has been to a championship game, so he knows how to get a team prepared yeah. for those Elite Eight, Final Four matchups. I, I like North but Carolina. Right. I think Rick North Carolina is very live in terms of being a Final Four team. Yeah, well, that, and that's a credit to a guy that learned how to say, hey, unlike my predecessor, I'm going to coach defense. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, yep. no, I'm going to coach right. defense. Well, it should be a good game. Hey, should be a good game. I'm like you. I hope so. Because I think Clemson, and, and I think Clemson just, with a team, I've always said this, when a team is wounded back against the wall, that's usually a dangerous team. Yeah. And I think we're going to have a, a close game, a good game, and it should be fun. Thanks for the call, yep. Walt. Thank you, Zeke. Yep, and I, I really like the way North Carolina's playing, but I, I I think this field is Connecticut, and then it's this grab bag of, of six, seven, eight teams, and you can pick and choose them. Uh, you know, I think we, we often get burned when we, we, we fear to follow what's happened before. These coaches who lose in the tournament, what they're good at is losing in the tournament. Rick Barnes is exceptional at losing in the tournament. I mean, really, really exceptional. In fact, there may not be any coach in college basketball history that's better at losing in the tournament than Rick Barnes. Quick break. Wake up. Breakfast. And nature-made vitamins. Whatever your morning sounds like, nature-made fits right in. Whether you're looking for vitamin C or a multivitamin to get key nutrients, we've got you covered. Now that's a good morning. We take care of you so you can take on your day. Start your day with NatureMade, the number one pharmacist-recommended vitamin and supplement brand. Based on a survey of pharmacists who recommend branded vitamins and supplements. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? De donde eres? De donde eres? Babbel's interactive lessons are created by real language teachers and voiced by real native speakers using a modern conversation-based method. So in no time, you can start speaking confidently about real-life topics in another language. Nosotras vamos a México en dos días y ahora hablamos español. Gracias, Babbel. Sí, muchas gracias. <laughs> Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Start learning a language today at Babbel.com. Harbin Lumber Company has been helping build dreams since 1917, proudly serving our local communities for over 100 years for all your building material needs. With spring around the corner, now is the time to think about a new deck or deck remodel or screen porch. Have it completed so you can enjoy the great outdoors. Visit HarbinLumber.com or call us at 706-356-4300 and let us show how we can help with your vision. That's 706-356-4300. 
Valentine's Day is upon us. And you know, your team at Reed's Jewelers will make sure you find what you want for your loved one. From diamonds for her to watches for him. Reed's Jewelers. Upstairs in Haywood Mall, next to Belk. Endorsed by Roar listeners like Zeke. I'm calling in for one of your sponsors, man. Wally over there, Reed's Jewelers. Go check him out. They'll get you what you need. If not, he'll find it, and he will definitely take care of you. Zeke loves Reed's Jewelers. You will as well. Reed's Jewelers. Haywood Mall, next to Belk. Online at reeds.com. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi, Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to SkyRizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzi.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZI to learn more. Did you miss out on your favorite Clemson sportswear? At Tiger Sports Shop, we still have your favorite gear from Lululemon, Nike, and more. With a full selection for all ages, you can continue to show your Tiger pride for the new year. We help you wear your Clemson pride on your sleeves. If you're short of time, shop our website at TigerSports.com and either pick up your order or have it ship to you direct. Visit one of our two locations in Clemson today. The Tiger Sports Shop is all in all the time. Go Tigers! This Valentine's Day, skip the rush on cards, chocolates, and flowers and give your loved ones what they really want. An insanely clean home with the pros at zero res. Their patented process uses ZR water to clean your carpets and other services like no other. And with no residue, your carpets stay cleaner longer. Right now, mention to me, Mickey, and The Roar, and you'll get three rooms of carpet clean for $109 plus a free hallway. Book online at ZeroResGreenville.com. There are many people out there, including The Roar, that support Clemson Athletics and the many charitable events they do. Fort Hill Clemson Club is raising money for needs-based scholarships. Some of you can come to the event and some of you can't. Stay tuned to TigerNet. Stay tuned to The Roar and watch your social media and you'll have an opportunity to participate on an online auction with great prizes to bid on as well as a Give Now button. Thank you for your support. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Go ahead, feel your engine. Admire that perfectly installed exhaust. Your vehicle's moving along this freeway like it was made from fresh installs and a whole lot of love. With eBay Motors, you get over 122 million parts to keep it running. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they'll be the perfect fit every time. Plus, at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Every shot, every block, every game. We're your home for Clemson basketball. 105.5 and 97.5. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. 
Walter Tula Road Rage. You know, Ramona, the uh, red Jeep is being operated on today. Oh, surgery yeah, today. Yeah, it's on the table today, tomorrow, probably for another couple weeks, and then we'll see what what the uh, what the total damage is. I'm very I'm very worried about the patient, Rona. I I don't like hearing uh, timing chain nonsense at thirty five thousand miles. I mean, the that black the black jeep crazy. Yeah, the black jeep now is two hundred thousand miles on it. Black Beauty has two hundred. I thought that your timing chain wasn't supposed to go out to like a hundred. I've never That's changed. What I I've never changed the timing chain. I haven't either. I had my other timing car for belts. Sixty timing belts. Yes, and they make those a lot better than they used to. But I've never had to worry about anything with any timing chain. Now maybe they'll get inside and find out that's not what it was. You know, maybe they'll find something else. That maybe there's something else wrong with the patient, other than that. Because when I first heard that, I thought. That's insane. It does sound strange. Yeah, because even a timing belt now lasts for 100,000 miles. Yeah. And and the advantage to chain over belt is that they're really supposed to last forever. Uh, so and this sh- is the red one, Yeah, right? the red one. Yeah, okay. the one the one with 35,000 miles on it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sensing a, a, a pullback on the meter. No, no. Oh, thing. no, 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 no. Are you no, sure? No, it was mint. The whole thing was mint. It was like mint. nobody had it ever was even said it. You didn't know it was mint. No, the whole thing. It just looked. No, mint. no, no, nay, nay. The whole thing was like. <laughs> I'm it, the whole a thing little was, bit turned back. No, on the, no, the whole the thing was absolutely virgin. Trust me, it never been driven. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, okay. it, you know, it was. Uh, but um, it's really you know, hundred and thirty. It was a show jeep, and the first thing I had to do was try and make it something i i need oh, so it was a spoiled jeep yes and like i need a show dog yes and i need dog. like utilitarian you know yeah. i need utilit. Yes. i need a, a jeep that that can work so like That's the right. first the first thing i did <laughs> the first thing i did like even when i was considering buying that ralph will get to you one second even when i was considering buying that jeep and it was a uh, it was very much um you know a spur of the moment thing uh I went and I must have looked at that Jeep like 20 times and, and, uh, and they were asking a pretty penny and it was, it was, it was new. It had been owned by a member of the Dallas Cowboys as a show Jeep. Wink, wink. Yeah. Now see, uh, but, but, <laughs> but this thing. So I went, I would stop when I drove by it every day cause it was on my path. So I drove by it every day, every day I would stop and, I would, and I would think to myself, I, I would think, yeah, it was calling me. But the, the first thing I would think every time I stopped was, was uh, I buy this and I'm going to have to buy all new wheels because I, I cannot, I, these these wheels, I cannot abide by. I cannot have these wheels. They have to go. That's what I was thinking right from the beginning. They, I can't they, remember what they were. They're mall crawler wheels. They are just, they're not, they're not, they were not anything I could have. So I, I knew that it, that whatever I paid for this thing was going to cost me a lot more money because I was going to have to instantly change. And I did. Like the day after I bought it, I I brought it and had the wheels changed. <laughs> like the day after I bought it, and and uh, and I said, no man, I just can't, I can't, I can't take those wheels. And then of course, you know, the uh, the super the supercharger and everything, the rip supercharger. Oh uh, uh, yeah, went, that was on the Reggie. Right. Yeah. yeah the, this is what we're yeah, talking about. The Reggie went haywire right from the start, pretty much, and uh, and that was brand new. And uh, you man. know, um, so. Yeah, so that was the seven thousand dollar piece of crap, the uh, the supercharger. Yeah, I remember that story. Which I had uh, taken out. I had taken out because it was not 
was not reliable. And when I called them in the middle of June and got a message about them being off for Christmas break, I thought that was another sign that uh, I probably don't want to deal with that company. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> we won't be back right, till Christmas right, over. Right. <laughs> we anticipate because right, right. it's June. In, in the middle of June, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. It's like a giant. That's like Red the flag. dead bodies on Mount Everest. <laughs> yeah, go back, <laughs> right. go back, right. go back. Uh, Ralph in Dakesville. Ralph, what's going on, Ralph? Good to have you. Yeah, those Jeeps will flip on you, won't they? But you just gotta <clears throat> gotta be careful and let the reputation on a Jeep, or it just all depends on how you drive. I've never had a Jeep flip on me, so I don't know. I mean, but I mean, you've heard about them flipping, yeah, or uh, yeah, yeah, they're prone to flip. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, it depends depends how you set them up, too. You know. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. If I win the lottery, I want to get into one of those new fifty thousand uh, uh, VW buses. You know, it's a hippie bus uh, on electricity, <laughs> but. But probably better. I think they're all sold out. They're not even. Uh, they're not even out there yet. They're already sold out. So oh, I really? So, oh, but, I didn't even know that. So they're bringing those back, like the bug. Well, the, it's not. It's not. It's you know. It's 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 the big Volkswagen van. But yeah, it's, no, it's, yeah. Uh, different. It, it looks really. No, it looks really snazzy. I okay. mean, it looks snazzy, and it's an electric vehicle. Okay. And I think it's about fifty thou, but. You know, those are two big hurdles is winning the lottery and getting in line for one, you know. Or I may, I don't know if I live seven more years, maybe get one used because that'll be $10,000, you know, credit right off the lot if you get a used one. But, you know, that's going to be hard to pull off the triple whammy there, live that long and you know, win the lottery and what. But, yeah, Rick Barnes, I, I can't stand him. I got upset with uh, the Roar last year. I thought he should be thrown out of the basketball with the way they treated Filipowski. Uh, you know, Philip Paskey's a big boy, but I mean, you know, to have some guy tackle him and then the next guy comes in, elbows him in the face. I mean, that's not basketball. Yeah. But, uh, but, I, but you know, I thought you know, mutual respect between Philip Paskey, well, and, and Baycott, that was a good basketball game. I mean, they know they're both big and tough and, and, uh, you know, they pushed each other around, but it all looked pretty civil. Yeah. I just think it was a class, uh, yeah, classic basketball. It's a state above. I like P.J. Hall. You know, my review, I grew up in Gaffney, but I was long gone by the time L.J. Pete came through. You know, he played for Georgetown. Yeah. But, you know, anybody can pick the best at any high school. But L.J. Peake and Sidney Rice and about three others versus uh, P.J. Hall and then the guy from Dorman that went to Alabama. Yeah. That would have been first-class high school basketball. But, Pretty you know, good. you could about go anywhere and pick your, you could pick your own team. Listen, tell me, uh, Grayson Loftus, you just, over the years, you got to know him, or you got to know him before he went to Gaffney and then Duke? I'm just curious if, uh, if you want to say. Uh, I don't know how uh, we first, uh, Grayson followed me on Twitter, we, we talked some, and uh, he came yeah. on, he came on the show fairly regularly, um, and... Uh, yeah, well, no, that was, that's good, I, uh, like I said, I left Gaffney in the in the late seventies, but uh, Loftus seems to be uh, acquitting himself pretty well at Duke. Yeah, and, I think he's uh, played real well in yeah. the chances he's had so far. Yeah, and and, uh, and I'm uh, I'm proud of him. Uh, good talk to you. Let yeah, you same go. here, Ralph. Good speaking with you. Uh, let me get Stanford and Troy in here. Stanford and Troy, Alabama, from Dakesville to Alabama. Stanford, how are you? Good to have you as always. Hey, it's good to be back. You doing all right today? Yeah, thank you for getting in. Yeah, thank you. Uh, anyway, I wanted to ask, because the Patriots hired a new offensive coordinator. I think his name is Alex Van Pelt. I don't know much about him, but I think he might have come from the Browns, if I remember correctly. 
But I figured you might know more about him, so I wanted to get some info on the guy and what you thought about the hire. Yeah, I I, I like the hire. I, I think, you know, Pam, Van Pelt was a quarterback. Um, he was a smart quarterback when he played collegiately, and I, I think he, he knows the game. He's I think he's considered a good offensive mind. Um, certainly the Patriots need an upgrade in that in that area. So I, I, I like the move on the surface. Um, you know, I think that they've got to do more with with uh, with that and helping him. And the way they do that is you have to fix the quarterback position. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, that is uh, not a workable situation in New England right now. Now you'll have some you'll have a high draft pick higher than you normally have. So you'll have a chance to address it. Yeah, and that's what I'm thinking. And a lot of people, you know, speculate that because of this hire that, that we are for sure going quarterback. But that's another thing I wanted to ask about because I know you're you're kind of a uh, Drake May skeptic. Yeah. So uh, would you believe in Jaden Daniels more than Drake May in that regard? I'm inclined to think so. I, I, I think Daniels throws a really good deep ball. He's obviously more athletic than Drake May is. Um, you know, that could get him in trouble at the pro level. I don't know how many hits he can take with his body type. Um, but I think he's a pretty elite thrower of the football. I think he's a more consistent thrower of the football in many ways. You know, there's some there's some belief that he locks on to primary targets. I, I don't think that's necessarily true when you look at the ball distribution that LSU had this year. Um, I would be inclined to, to, move, to move in that direction because I, I, I just don't think Drake May's athleticism transfers to the pro game. I think he was a good college athlete. I don't think he will be a good pro athlete. And and so I think he has a ceiling. Now, his ceiling could still be really good. I mean, I, I think that the guy he most reminds me of is actually Matt Ryan. I think he's similar to Matt Ryan in a lot yeah. of ways. Similar degree of professional athleticism, similar arm talent, meaning not an elite arm, sometimes a question with vertical throws, but an arm that's good enough to make most of the throws. So I, I think if, if Drake May becomes the best that he can be, I think his upside is Matt Ryan. Uh, his downside, on the other hand, would be something far lower than that, you know. Uh, yeah, Daniel Jones-ish without the athleticism. Yeah. Now, uh, also, with that being said, now, if the commanders do realize that, you know, whether or not they trade up for Caleb Williams is another story that I keep hearing is a little more frequent these days. But but assuming that Jay Daniels goes before the Patriots go, would you rather the Patriots draft Marvin Harrison or Drake May? Which do you think would be better? Now, that's a really good question. Marvin Harrison's the better player. But if you don't have a quarterback, it just won't matter. Um, and even though I don't love Drake May, I still think you'd have to favor the quarterback because you don't have anybody at that position. Like, for example, I, I'm not saying Drake May is a scrub, just to be clear. I, I think Drake May can, has a chance to go on and have a good professional career. A good professional career is is better than anything New England has going on right now. You know, so... It, it, yeah. In, now, does it lock you into sort of a permanent uh, subclass? Maybe, because, you know, I don't know that he's ever going to be elite enough to win a Super Bowl, but then again, Matt Ryan nearly did, you know, 28-3. to three. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that anniversary was actually today. I think, uh, what, seven or eight years ago today? Wow. Yeah. That's a special day for me. 
And Falcon fans still day. remember well, anyway. it like it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, no, I make sure I make sure to bug every Falcon fan <laughs> I know about it whenever whenever it comes up. They yeah. hate it. Yeah. But uh but yeah, about uh, about the quarterback thing. Now assume you get Marvin Harrison do you think the Patriots would draft up for uh, trade up for a guy like Michael Penix, or wait to see if he falls to the second round and take him at picks thirty-four? Because I know that uh, you know Tennessee did something similar. They decided to draft Skaronsky at eleven, and decided to basically yeah. take a gamble and see if Levis yeah. drop. And lo and behold, he ended up dropping to them at pick thirty-three, and it really worked out for them. Do you think the Patriots could do that with Penix yeah, and Harrison? Uh, yeah, I think that that wouldn't be a bad plan if you if you draft the best available player. You don't have weapons. You get a Marvin Harrison. Uh, say with that first pick, and then you come back and you address the quarterback situation shortly thereafter. Now, remember when we got to the round of eight this year, seven of those eight teams had quarterbacks who were selected in round one. Generally, the quarterbacks come from round one, the ones that make it in this league. But I think if you could get a Michael Penix, uh, maybe even a Spencer Rattler, I think would be an upgrade over what you have right now. Yeah. My brother's a big Rattler fan. He he wants to draft Harrison and then pick up Rattler in like the second or third round wherever he's taken. Yeah. He liked his performance at the senior bowl yeah, a lot. He played he played well and I, I think he played well for the most part the last year and a third. So with some difficult situations. So, you know, I, I think I think you could not go wrong with that strategy if you play it that way. Especially given the sort of uncertainty I have about those top guys beyond Caleb Williams. Yeah, I understand. Now, there's one one more thing, and it's a guest quick, recommendation. Quick, actually. quick, quick! I got to run, Stanford. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Never mind. All right, I right. thank you, Stanford. Uh, Scotty and Greenville on the other side. Quick break. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. I'm Lance Crick. After 20-plus years as a federal prosecutor with the U.S. Attorney's Office in South Carolina and several years as a state prosecutor, I joined Ryan Beasley Law last year to practice law with Ryan and Mary Hunter. Our team works in courtrooms across the state, including city and magistrate courts, as well as state and federal courts. We work with clients in all areas of state and federal criminal defense to include pre-arrest investigations, white-collar defense, as well as student conduct issues at colleges and universities. Our responsive and proactive approach in cases is at all times client-centric and resolution-focused. We look forward to the opportunity to work with you. Please give us a call at 864-679-7777 or find us online at ryanbeasleylaw.com. In every case, for every client, in courtrooms across the state, Ryan Beasley Law, ryanbeasleylaw.com. It's time to update your home with a fresh coat of paint. Get rid of those popcorn ceilings or wallpaper, maybe even refinish your kitchen cabinets. Don't try to do it yourself. Trust Serta Pro Painters to do the job right, on time and within your budget. Your local Serta Pro team is with you from the first phone call to the final walkthrough, offering expert opinions on color choices, project updates, and even financing options. No more waiting. 
Start your project today. Visit CertaPro.com to schedule a free consultation. CertaPro.com. A leg and thigh dinner from Bojangles for just $5.99. Sounds like a New Year's resolution. Won't last long, so hurry in and get more flavor this year at Bojangles. It's Bo time. The Southeastern Wildlife Exposition, Seawee, returns to downtown Charleston February 16th through 18th with new and returning special events. Don't miss dock dogs and herding demos at Brittlebank Park. Birds of Prey flight demos at Marion Square. Live animal shows by Jeff Corwin at the Galliard. The Sporting Showroom at the Charleston Marriott and so much more. Tickets start at $35. Kids 10 and under are free. Don't miss Seawee, the wildest time in Charleston. Get your tickets today. Visit Seawee.com. That's S-E-W-E.com. Just trust me. We've all heard or said these words ourselves at various points. It's going to be great. Just trust me. We say that all the time. And that's basically what I'm saying when you hear me talk about PhD weight loss. I'm just asking you, just trust me. And now the reality is, a few of y'all are thinking things like this. Will it be safe? Or, you know, perhaps more commonly, will I fail? Nope, you won't fail because they won't let you. You're not your past. Whatever diet pills or injections you did in the past failed you. Wanting to drop weight is 80% of the battle, so you're almost there. And the other 20% is having an expert on your side, a way to keep you on track. Keeping you on track is what PhD does. It's the most important thing that they do. I want you to think about this. Think about what not doing PhD will do. Multiply five pounds times five years of doing nothing. You're another 25 plus pounds overweight if you don't stop right now and call PhD. For more info, go to the website at myphdweightloss.com. The Upstate's home for sports talk. It entertains me. I enjoy listening on the way home. 105.5 and 97.5 FM. We are the Roar. Welcome to the Road Rage. We are back. You know, meanwhile, South Carolina Marona moves into the top 25 and the AP poll jumps all the way to 15. And I think rightfully so. Um, you know, somebody wrote me earlier and said, either said or asked whether South Carolina is an elite A team. I, I, I don't know. I don't I, I don't know if I'm really to make that jump yet. But, uh, but I'm certainly giving South Carolina more credit uh, for that game at Tennessee than uh, some are. Um, you know, I think that uh, when you go to somebody else's building and you beat them in it, you're better than they are. Um, and if you played tomorrow in a neutral court, you'd still be better than they are. And I think South Carolina proved that. Um, so uh, it was an enormous win, and I think their position is justified. I mean, 19-3, and playing great basketball, um, you know, some really big wins in the last 10 days or so, and uh, justifies their move up the polls so uh they're playing well they're, they're doing what they need to do at the right time of year and they're beating good teams and that all matters um scott in greenville scott scott good to have you as always Walt, how you doing buddy good scott appreciate you getting in actually driving through the second worst city in the state of south carolina so <laughs> uh, not really in greenville right now so i'm over in the big city of pickens which is uh <laughs> I'm an easily guy. We don't like picking. All right. But, uh, I, I got hey, you. 
I don't know how much time you're going to give me, but I want to beat the dead horse of Clemson basketball, and yeah, I'm glad yeah. you had that. You had glad you had the the little intro there with South Carolina that you said because you got Clemson going eight and two down the stretch. That's what you said earlier, and I'm not trying to be confrontational. I want to understand Walt's logic. Okay. Well, just to clarify, though, Scott, what I said is, you know, it came out eight and two for me. I said, but I'm going to say seven and three because I'm going to give him another loss to the schedule. Right. Okay. So, what did you have a particular two that you had picked to lose? Yeah, North, North Carolina at, at, at North Carolina and at Wake Forest. Okay. So, in your opening just now with South Carolina, you said if you go on the road and beat a team, you're clearly better than they are. Yeah. What makes you think that they're going to beat Georgia Tech? Because Georgia Tech came on the road and beat them. So clearly Georgia Tech is better than they are. Well, no, so I think, uh, well, I think I there think are exceptions to everything. And the, 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 the reason Georgia Tech's an exception is because they're at least as much down as they are up. I mean, they're like a 500 basketball team. So while they've played well in spots and have some big wins, like you know North Carolina, Duke, Clemson, they, they have some big wins much of the time or even most of the time they don't play that way so that's the that's the other factor there well yeah and my 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 thinking on that is that they've played better later lately so they're growing they're they're, Maybe. they're coming together a little bit you know and so it's going to be harder to beat them this time than it would have been the first time but i i see it opposite i've got them at three and seven down the stretch and struggling really bad I, they've got to get it together and i don't know I'm still hung up on this game with Virginia. I don't understand why there wasn't a timeout called before that free throw to say, look, if he makes it, they're up two. If he misses it, we got the ball, we're down the court. Somebody's got to attack the basket. Jack Clark chucking a three is uncalled for. And I don't know what well, Brownell told him on the sideline. Yeah, what he told him. Out right there. Well, what he told him was uh, Chase go end to end. Go do it. And, that's, and you've, your player's got to execute that. I mean, that's, that was the so, right thing to do. You can't let Virginia set up defensively. They're way too good. You don't have enough time for that. So you're, okay. what we, we've seen Chase go on these end-to-end runs, and he simply cannot pick up his dribble at that point. He, he needed to continue to drive the ball hard. There was an alley there. He's going to get contact. He's going to get fouled. And at home, they're going to give you that call. You've got to put they the are. onus on the officials in that situation yep. by driving the friggin' ball. You can't stop, pick yep. up your dribble, and throw it out to Jack Clark, who guy hardly plays because he's hard, he's been hurt all year, uh, to try a 25-foot jump shot. It's not even the – you know, the shot was straight on. It's, it's a good shot. But, I mean, this is a guy who's taken a handful of shots all year. You know, you're the star. You've the, the the idea is to get fouled. It's to drive the ball, create contact, and force the officials to put you on the foul line. That's what you want, and that's what that's where the mistake was. I agree a thousand percent. And I think a timeout before that free throw. Even which you teach that at middle school, Walt. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, even a timeout before that free throw, just to say, hey, just to make sure we're all on the same page. Then that leads to the other question: If he told Chase Hunter that. And you've got Chase Hunter deliberately going against what the coach said to do. We saw it in football with Cade one time. At some point, you got to put some repercussions on these kids and say, you know what, Chase, maybe you're going to sit for a little while. I think he needs you know? to sit for a little while anyway because I'm just not yeah. I'm not content with his defensive effort nor his rebounding or complete lack thereof. I mean, I, I think 
I think his brother needs to play a little more, and and maybe that will give him a different perspective. I, I don't know exactly what's going on there, but athletically, he should be a better defender than he's been. And I thought he was lost all game against Virginia in that regard on the well, defense. Well, Gerard, Gerard gets lost in the corner down there hiding. Yo, you know, and it's like, I just, it's frustrating to see that. And these are college athletes. Yeah. That are acting this way and doing this way, and I'm like, man, I I got a uh, a, a little AAU team that goes around, and we you know we know better than this. Yeah. It's got to be, and I keep hearing this, Walt. I keep hearing that Brad's the best X and O guy in, in, on the planet. He's just so great with X's and O's, and Walt, I just love some, just some examples to see it. I don't I don't see that, I, and I'm not saying fire him. I, I'm just we're gonna get what we want as Clemson fans, Walt. We're either gonna be in the tournament or Brad's finding his job. You know, so yeah. we, we there's happiness amongst all of us at, at, at some point. But what has Brad done to prove that he's an X's and O's guy? Look, I, I, honestly, Scott, I think his whole career has proven that. I think he's, I think he really knows the game. I, I, I know from all my conversations with him, I, I fully believe in his basketball knowledge and acumen, and I think he's done a good job of late. I think this team has posed him problems, in part because. You know, this missing link of Jack Clark has hurt this basketball team. You know, he's a guy who was supposed to bridge the the gap here. He was supposed to be Hunter Tyson-like. Not quite as good offensively, but maybe every bit as good, uh, maybe even better defensively. A guy who could rebound out of his area, guard multiple positions. He hasn't been available all year. Now he's suddenly available. It's limited minutes. It's limited time. You've got to work him back in. But the real dilemma for this team uh, in, during this all bad stretch is that the the, the dilemma, the, the dichotomy between offense and defense has been exposed in this stretch. Your your better offensive players are your worst defensive players, and vice versa. Right. And that's a problem, you right. know. And there's no way to happily marry those things. And so, to me, you know, if you're looking for that, I think you've got to maybe look in some different directions. I mean. I think Dylan Hunter needs to play more. I think that Josh Beadle yeah. needs to play more. And if that means for right. the two guys in front of him, that so be it. You know, I mean, uh, you know, I think that's where your motivation has to come from. You know, there's I just look at I look at South Carolina coach in year two yeah. with some success. Now that may be a fluke. They may be nothing next year. I don't know. Yeah. But he's got success now and he's caught he's coached them up. And then I look at Clemson, I'm going, these guys have I know we got a couple of transfers in here, but Brownell's been here for 14, 15 years, man. We we shouldn't be having roster issues and things like that. I mean, it just it just shouldn't happen. So it's just like, like we always make excuses. I'm not saying firing. I'm just saying we, at some point in time, something's got to be done. Well, to change it. we it, don't know how to win. You well, know what, we don't Scott, know how to win. Look, these last ten games are gonna are gonna prove a lot in that regard on all fronts yep. and. And, uh, I, and Clemson needs to, to get right. going. I mean, if your if your scenario right. unfolds, they'll probably be changed. You know, if your scenario yep. of of uh, of whatever you said three and seven or whatever you said, uh, if your scenario unfolds, right. there there will probably be change. I I don't think that's going to yep. be the case. I think this team is going to the tournament, but I will I will acknowledge they've run out of mulligans. You know, there's there's well, I'm still. I'm still carrying the flag with you, but I just, you I just don't know my hope. I get what it. I, had I get it. I don't know. Now. Yeah, I don't know how anybody can know based on how they played. Yeah, how they played uh, of late. Yeah. So yeah, I get it. Yep. Good job, All Scott. Right. All right, dude. Yep. I got no problem with any of that. This team has to play better, and they have to play better right now. There's no. There's no more tomorrows. I mean, uh, play better. Play harder. Play with more intensity. 
play with more intensity defensively. And if the guys on the court aren't playing with an adequate amount of defensive intensity, then get them out in favor of guys who will. Uh, Len, Len, how are you, Len? Good to have you, Len, as always. Good, good. I was going to talk about Clemson basketball. You know what? I'm just tired of it. Yeah. I, I'm just going to move on to something else because that I, I just I just can't talk about Brad Brownell anymore. So let, let's just skip him. Let's just keep losing one point games and two point games and blowing nine point leads against Georgia Tech. So we'll, we'll we'll put that on the table. Brad, you can stay here for 15 more years. Keep doing what you're doing. That's fine. So let's talk about another positive subject. My Dallas Cowboys. So sort of the, the same deal. story, isn't it? Yeah, the exact same story you just um, laid out. Pretty much the exact same yeah. story. The only difference is Dallas makes the playoffs and Brad doesn't make the NCAA tournament. Well, um, and two different sports. But I will say this. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's a pro game. I agree. I mean, I think, you know, I'm glad Quinn's gone. Um, I, I don't I don't think he – you know what? He doesn't scare me. I'm, he's at Washington. They're going to be bad as long as they don't have a quarterback and they keep running with that team, then that's fine. Eagles, Hurts, I think, is a big fluke. I think he needs a ton of talent around him um, to, to win. Um, I, I don't. I think he's a very average passer at best. You saw it this year if he can't run. And then you well, got the, and the other thing is this. Look, I think people realize, like a situation like Philadelphia, how much some of these offensive coordinators mean. You know, Jalen Hurts had a great yep. offensive coordinator. That guy left, and Jalen Hurts' game fell apart, you know, and as did their offense. You're right. And their defense. You're right. It all fell apart based on losing those two coordinators. You're right. Um, but I will say this. A guy like Brady, a guy like Mahomes, a guy like Manning, guys like that, I don't care who their coordinator is, they're the coordinator. Oh, I yeah. Mean, honestly, Brady and Manning and and – um, guys like that, Mahomes, you probably don't even need a coordinator. Brady probably could coordinate oh, yeah. the offense no, right. himself. So, so, you, so you're going to need a, a Hurts to have a lot around him. I'm not sold on Hurts. I think he stinks. I think Daniel Jones stinks. Hey, hold, you know, hold, I think hold, that, on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'll bring you right back. Hold on. Don't go anywhere. Uh, let me tell you about the Green Law Firm. Look, I don't think I met anybody who's had a good experience with the IRS. And now there are 84,000 more of them not to have good experiences with. You're not trying to deal with the IRS. Maybe you haven't filed in several years. You filed, you haven't paid. I don't know. Whatever the issue might be, you're thinking of moving to Idaho and living off the grid. That's a bad choice. You wind up getting eaten by a bear. I've seen that ending. Look, all you need to do is call my man David Green, who's right here in Greenville at the Green Law Firm. David, by the way, is a Clemson grad. David's been dealing with the IRS for over 20 years. He knows all the options available so you can get your life back. Whether you put liens on your property, garnish your wages, whether you have an audit coming up, David has great working relationships with local and national IRS agents. He'll quickly get you the right solution. The Green Law Firm understands the ever-changing tax laws and what the IRS will accept as a compromise. As a matter of fact, David Green understands the Fresh Start program and he'll use this IRS program to your best advantage. Look, the Green Law Firm can't change your past, but they can certainly change your future. Get the peace of mind and results you're entitled to from the local law firm that's been helping hundreds of folks in the upstate for over 20 years. The professional staff at the Green Law Firm can do it all. Do yourself a big favor. Call the Green Law Firm today for a free, free strategy session. 271-7940, 271-7940 or stop by their office, Len McGee Street in Greenville or on the web, greenlaw.legal. That's green, G-R-E-E-N-E, Greenlaw.legal. Get right back to Len and you on the other side.
WCCP-FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. I'm Rick Davis with the Davis Law Group. I was born and raised in Greenville, attended Clemson University, and graduated in 1981. I've had the pleasure and the honor of assisting people in the upstate who may have been injured on the job or in a car wreck or through some other hazardous condition and cherish the many relationships and friendships that I've had with the clients over the years. What we do is we try to help the client find a path forward. Contact us at davis.law. We'll be glad to talk to you and see how we can help. Want to get your hands on the next big thing? At Verizon, new and existing customers can trade in their old Samsung phone, any model, in any condition, and get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with select unlimited plans. A better plan to save is Verizon. $999.99 device payment or a full retail purchase with new or upgrade smartphone line on unlimited ultimate or select 5G unlimited plan required. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. If you are dealing with the complexities of selling an inherited property or navigating a property in pro